You're listening to Good Reporters Podcast, encouraging you to use your platform and spread the gospel of Jesus Christ, because good reporters bring good news. Hey everybody, it's your boy Chris Edwards, aka Young Christ Like on social media, and I'm so grateful to be bringing you yet another episode of this podcast. I'm, I'm honestly more grateful that you guys are actually listening, <laughs> you know, because I'll be chatting. Um, but I'm really happy that everybody's been listening and that you've been tuning in and it means the world. It really means the world. And I'm happy that we're able to spread the good news together. Uh, so this episode, we're going to open up still the Love Conquers All series, loving how this series is going. No pun intended at all. Just loving how this series has been going and loving the areas that we can tackle. And this one right here, I want to entitle Nothing Greater Than Love. And now if you're looking at this, if you saw this, well, you probably did before you clicked on this, you saw the nothing and you saw the greater than symbol and then you saw love. So you're thinking maybe the word nothing or like the absence of things is greater than love. But no, it's a little bit of slang. Nothing greater than love, right? Like nothing is greater than love. And I I love, well, here we go again. I'm going to be tempted to say no pun intended every time, but I like the idea to just touch on that first, because I noticed this like ongoing theme in the Bible where anytime that love is mentioned, knowing that God is love, of course, of course, knowing that anytime that love has been mentioned, there's just this consistency of, of just emphasizing how important it is to love and almost emphasizing that there's nothing in the world better than it. There's nothing greater than it. There's no commandment greater than it. Um, it's just a heavy emphasis. And so let me just, I'm going to hit you with a quick scripture barrage real quick. And so here it goes. So Matthew 22, 37 to 38. Get your pens and papers because it's going to go quick. It says, you must love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your souls, and all your mind. A second is equally important. Love your neighbor as yourself. And this was in response to what is the most important of all the commandments. And it is said, there's nothing greater than love. Not just love of your neighbors, but also love of God. Not just love of God, but love of, the, of your neighbors. But loving everything and everyone is the greatest commandment. And so that's one. And so First Peter 4, 7 through 8, it says, The end of the world is coming soon. Therefore, be earnest and disciplined in your prayers. Most important of all, most important of all, continue to show deep love for each other, for love covers a multitude of sins. It's the most important of all. There's nothing greater than it. Next, 1 Corinthians 16, 13 through 14. I hope y'all loving this scripture roulette because um, we could do this every day. Um, 1 Corinthians 6, 16, 13 through 4. Be on guard, stand firm in your faith, be courageous, be strong, and do everything with love. Not just some things, not just a couple things, but everything you do, do it with love because that's how important it is because there's nothing greater than it. Um, Romans 13, 8. Owe nothing to anyone except for your obligation to love one another. So it says, owe nothing. I'm about to get churchy. Owe nothing to anyone in here. Like literally nothing. There's nothing else. There's not another thing. Not not owe love and owe grace and owe peace and owe mercy. Owe nothing to anyone except for your obligation to love one another. If you love your neighbor, you will fulfill the requirements of God's law. Here's another one. First, oh no, this is the last one. This is Colossians 3, 14. Above all, which means nothing else is greater than it, clothe yourselves with love, which binds us all together in perfect harmony. Man, that's 
That's powerful. But I, I say all of those things together. I say all those scriptures together just to get the point out that there is in the Bible nothing greater than love. Amongst the many things that there is in the Bible, uh, love seems to reign supreme. Love seems to be the thing that is singled out, that is cared about so much to a point where there's nothing greater. There's nothing greater than love. And I've seen, I've seen areas, and this is, be careful with this, because I've seen areas, I've seen people say things like, oh, well, the Bible, like there's nothing else to do. Like it's been canceled out to the point where all you have to do is love. That's not true. Um, no, <laughs> like, that's just like biblically, that's just not true. It's not just love, but it's the greatest of all commandments, right? That's what God says that very specifically that we can take from it. Um, that what is the greatest It's love your neighbors love God above everything else. So it's the greatest. There's nothing greater than love. But when I say this, when I create this title of nothing's greater than love does not mean all we need to do is love. Cause then that's the case. All we need to do is be nice to people and not, not hate, not hate on them and not hate them. And it's good to go. That's a part. It's a large part, but it's not the only part. Uh, it's the main, it's, it's, it's where everything stems through love, but it's not the only part. But encouraging, today we should all take an opportunity to extend acts of love. And I said that before in uh, Love Thy Neighbor episode, but somebody might not have heard that. We want to continually find a way, and this is a challenge I have for you, and you can feel free to comment uh, contact me. Your Instagram is Young Christ Like Y U N G C H R I S T L I K E. Um, that was the first time I did it, and it rhymes. That's crazy. Um, and that rhymed too. Oh baby, all right, I'm done. And so <laughs> you you could you could contact me there. You could write me anywhere. But let's start doing it. Like I said, just let's start making it a natural thing to start showing acts of love, to start loving people, and to really just put ourselves in position to be those vessels. And I believe truly that the reason why God did this and why God emphasizes love so much is because think about the world. Really think about the world and how that perfect love can cast out hate and cast out all these things and how love can cover this multitude of sins. Look at the world and look at the state in which we're in and look at the way that things go. A lot of it is because of the fact that I've said this before, but the fact that the world kind of pushes hate. Right, the world kind of pushes cutoff season. The world kind of pushes, um, I'm doing better without you. The world kind of pushes, um, you know, if you're not a part of my plans, I'll kick you out. Now, granted, create space, you know, if needed, if if you can't, if it's if it's a healthy space necessary, true. Um, but the world doesn't glorify love in that way, and I think that's the problem. And now we're not going to get too deep into that, but let's just point that out. And that's why I think the world would be better. Like, could you? Could you imagine? <laughs> like, can you really imagine? Like, can you think about that? Like, I mean, it might be a little annoying if everywhere you go, people are just like, hey, flowers and roses, you know, drop petals right over your head. Hello. Hi. It may be a little uncomfortable. Some people might need their coffee before that. But it, it would be a better world and a better place if we could live and operate in love. And love does not just mean operating and being super friendly, super nice, letting people step all over you. That's not what love means. Um, but loving, to be loving is to forgive. To be loving, like we remember in 1 Corinthians 13, uh, to keep no records of wrong is not to give up on people. It's to continue to show uh, acts of love in, in ways of that. And so if the world had that, it'd be, in my opinion, it would be a much better place. And in my opinion, it would cast out a lot of the injustice. Um, it would cast out the things that we hate to see today. Like I hate to see races. Like I, I hate, honestly, I, I might say I'm a little ignorant in this area, and I noticed it lately because I really, 
operate, and I don't know if this is because, I don't know exactly why it is, but I operate as if I don't even notice. Like, you know, you don't lie, you know somebody's white, you know somebody's black, you know somebody, whatever their race is, but I realized lately, like, there's certain things that'll catch me off guard. Like, really, when it happens, it'll catch me off guard because my mind isn't even, uh, like, it's not even tuned into that area. Like, yeah, I know racism exists. I'm very aware of it, and I see it every day. And we got to pray for our people out there that unity and love will really be in each other's hearts because there's hate. And that hate is, is pulling us apart and making things like this a real thing and making the world a, world a worse place and creating an opportunity for more hate, right? So that we can... Wow, I'm getting political. <laughs> well, you know, create an opportunity for more hate uh, so that we can tear each other apart. And that's the enemy's ultimate scheme. Do not be fooled. Um, continue to spread love. Because love, there's nothing greater than it. And it always casts out the multitude of sins and everything else and all the hate and all these things. Um, but I honestly just, I don't, I don't register it sometimes. Like, I, I won't even notice it. Like, I'll be, like, in an area and I, I, I really wouldn't think, like, wow, that person really didn't like you because you were black or something. Like, I honestly, I don't register it until I guess it happens. And then when it happens, it's like, wow, like, that person just clutched their purse for no reason. You know what I mean? Like, I'm just walking by and then I register, like, wow, people do think that way. And so it's not the healthiest to always be that ignorant about it. But yeah, reality-wise, so that was just that was like a whole side note. Um, but yeah, so love. Let's talk about love and let's um, get to the handy-dandy phone real quick. Uh, I haven't said this in an episode or two, but it was back. <laughs> to the handy-dandy phone uh, and look at 1 Corinthians 13, uh, chapters 1, I mean, verses 1, 2, 3. I do that all the time, too. This scripture is something we already covered. And we spoke about this and we spoke about how it's it just explains just love and oh, you know, but and 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 explains love. Well, in fact, I'm lying. We didn't speak about um this scripture before. This right here is the beginning portion of the scripture that explains love. This is the lead up. This is the, the scriptures that um come before the idea of what love is in the Bible. So this is amazing. And so it says first Corinthians thirteen, one through three. If I could speak all the languages of earth and of heaven and, and of angels, but didn't love others, I would only be a noisy gong and a symbol, a clanging symbol. If I had the gifts of prophecy and if I understood all of God's secret plans and possessed all knowledge and if I had such faith that I could move mountains, like we moving mountains out here with our faith, like move you mountain and mountain moves. Crazy, ain't it? Yeah, sure. But if I had all those things and didn't love others, I'd be nothing. If I gave everything I have to the poor and even sacrificed my body, I could boast about it. But if I didn't love others, I would have gained nothing. And that's how that scripture goes. And then it steps into uh, the breakdown of, you know, 1 Corinthians 13, love and what love is. But pay attention to that. that. That's so important. All these things that you can do, it almost brings it back to that scripture. That's like, what would it profit a man if he gained the whole world, but he lost his soul? If you have all of these things, you would only think, man, I'm doing great. Man, like life is going well. I can speak a tongue. I can cast out demons. I'm giving stuff to the poor. Look at me. I'm helping people. But write this down right here. And this point is vital. Failure to love is failure to live. I'm going to say it again. Failure to love is failure to live. And most people might be like, well, it's not true. I could be alive. And there's a lot of people who live but have no have hate in their heart. That's not true. There's a lot of people that are alive that have hate in their heart, but there's not a lot of people that live. And especially speaking from a biblical standpoint, if 
if that's what the, the the idea of what Christianity is and what God says in the Bible specifically and consistently that you have to love. And if you have all these things but don't love, you're basically, you have nothing. You're just a noisy, uh, clanging, what is it, a noisy gong or a clanging cymbal. You basically are alive, but you're not living the way that God intends. And that is vital because you can do all these things. And the reason why this even came up in this, in this scripture was speaking about the people trying to divide themselves biblically, uh, well, trying to divide themselves amongst themselves because they were saying, oh, I can speak in tongues. Oh, well, I have the gift of prophecy. And, you know, and I, I look, I can teach people and encourage them like no other. And they were ranking themselves that way almost. But it was kind of just a, a recentering of you can have all these things. It doesn't even matter. If you have all these things and don't have love, you basically aren't living. You're just alive and you're passing through and you're just doing these things just because. You're just making noise. Nobody really cares. You know, you, you care. You're tooting your own horn. You're helping people, but no reward. It's just, it's empty. And that's powerful. And I'm going to give you one more scripture right here that I'll kind of break that down. First uh, John chapter 4, verses 7 through 8. I got that one right. It says, Dear friends, let us continue to love one another, for love comes from God. Anyone who loves is a child of God and knows God. But anyone who does not love does not know God. For God is love. I'm going to say that again. Anyone who loves is a child of God and knows God. So if you love, like I'm saying, you're a child of God and know God. But anyone who does not love does not know God, for God is love. So we're saying we're living as Christians. We're saying, oh, I can have this big building and I can have a church. I could be in the ministry. I could be an usher. Um, but if you don't have love in your heart, the Bible here very specifically says you don't know God. And I'm not saying that I didn't create those words. It's right here. Talk to God about it. <laughs> you know, but that's what it says. You don't know God because God is love. So we can operate in our high callings, try to try to be these people who are just trying to reach some sort of prestige or some sort of level and saying, you know, if I'm a pastor or if I'm a priest or if I'm this, then I've made it. You haven't. Please continue to remember, love conquers all. Love is the, is the midst of everything. Love is the, is the part that mixes with the formulas of our actions and everything that creates that, that, uh, that full, that, that finishes that full formula. Love is a part of it. Love is not the only thing, but love is the greatest thing. And so here's a story. This is story time. Again, this is something that happened to me and you could always prepare yourself with your napkins. Um, I'll never forget. I, I only, I guess most of my stories, it comes from times where I've actually thought about crying or I cried about something. And, and this is a crazy, crazy story. And I remember this it was Christmas. Honestly, I was probably, I was very young. I was probably like 22, 21. I'm 27 right now. So it was years ago. And I remember this was Christmas and I had bought so many things and I don't, I don't really even tell this story, but I'll tell it now just for the sake of love. Um, and I bought so many things just for my family. I just had, I did very much procrastination, last second shopping. <laughs> Don't at me. Um, I did a lot of last second shopping and I had like bags full of a bunch of things. And I usually don't have a lot of cash anymore, but I had cash around that time in my pocket. And I remember seeing a homeless lady. She had a sign and she was in the train station. And the sign, it just read, like it was a long sign. But I remember something just like telling me, just look at it, just read it. Because even that is an act of love. Like sometimes we just see so many homeless people and we just walk by like, man, another sign, you know, another story. What you going to tell us? 
Um, but something in my heart just told me, like, stand still, like, stop for a second and read that. You know, you know, don't be in a rush to go somewhere. I had to go to school that day, too. And I stopped. I looked at the sign and I was like, I was, I was taken, I was taken aback. It was crazy. I couldn't believe it. Like her sign was saying, um, I'm trying to remember it. Her sign said basically that she had, it was Christmas time, but you know, unfortunately I don't have time to spend with my family. I don't have like none of my family's here and none of my family's around. And I'm basically gonna just be able to go back to the shelter, God willing tonight. Um, and don't have, I don't have any family with me. So God bless you all. I hope you enjoy your Christmas. And I stop and I'm reading it. And as I'm reading it, like before I could even finish reading it, she just starts crying. And she says to me, like the she says to me the, the craziest thing about it all. Like she just starts talking to me, I guess, because she sees I'm probably the one of the only people who stop. The craziest thing is that I won't have any time to spend with my family in the holidays. I really wish I could have that. And man, man, that was uh it was crazy. It was crazy to me. Like I couldn't understand it because I had family. Like I had all those things. I had money. I had all those things. I was going to school. I was ready. Like my life was going well. And I had all these things to go bring to my family. And here's this person sitting on, on the side just hoping for anything, a meal, anything, uh, just a conversation, anything, because they didn't have family to spend the holidays with. And so I step over to her and I'm like, look, and she's crying. And so I just give her a hug. I put my arm around her and I'm talking to her. And I put my I put money inside there, but that doesn't even matter. I put money in there, and she's so grateful. So, oh my gosh, thank you so much. And we start talking, and I ask her if she knows God, and uh, you know, she said, yeah, she used to have all her things, but they stole it at the at the shelter. She had her Bible, they stole it, and so I gave her my Bible, which which I mean was nice, but at the same time, like anybody that knows me, most of my Bibles are usually torn from front to back, like they're like ripped up, not because I try to do it, just because. I'd be stuffing it in my bag and stuffing it, it, or I'm using it so much, I leave it down, I lay down, I fall asleep on it, and so the pages are usually all ripped up or all over the place. But nonetheless, I gave her that Bible with half of a half of the back coming off, and she was so grateful. I mean, she jumped up for joy, she kissed me on the cheek, and she's like, "Thank you, thank you, thank you so much." Oh my gosh, I'm about to go to the store now and get some food. I'm gonna read this every night, and I don't say that to brag, or I mean, for what exactly would that be a brag? But I I say that. To remember a time in where love literally felt like there was nothing greater. She cried. I I mean, I didn't cry there because I'm a thug. Um, but I left. That didn't even sound right. And then I left after that. And after, I mean, she spoke. She joked. She jumped around. She was so happy. She kissed the Bible. She's hugging me. Oh, my gosh. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. And she left. Like, she just left where she was. Like, she went to the store and bought some pizza or something. Uh, but she left right where she was, got out the train, and went and just bought something. And I went to the train. I sat down, and I just had my hands together, and I just started to cry a little bit. And man, it's starting to sound like only stories I tell for real is like me crying, and it makes me sound like a punk and not a thug. But for real, it's a thug out here. You know what I mean? Like this is that didn't sound right either. I'm done. Um, <laughs> and and basically like that that day, it just it's just something that popped into my head and reminded me that love truly conquers all. Like, love truly conquers all. There's nothing like it. And I just kind of want to leave it there. To be honest with you, we could just end the episode right here. Not because of the episode, not because of the situation of what I did, but because of what I want to urge urge us all to do. And because of what the Bible urges us all to do is to spread love. And I want you to remember today that there's you're just one act away from changing somebody's life. You're just some one act away from doing something great for somebody. 
and 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 really turning around the way that they view people, the way that they view themselves. You never know. You really never know. And that's just the truth of it all. So today I'll leave you on that. I'll leave us all on that. I want to give us all the opportunity to remember. And this is always a challenge. Please reach out to me. Uh, let me know how I could help. Um, send me things that I could help, God willing. And let's just spread love because that's the only, that's the greatest thing, the greatest command, and the greatest thing that we can do because God says so. And so don't forget to be a good reporter because good reporters bring good news.